This is the Prosperous Feminine Podcast with Julie Steelman. Julie shares uncommon wisdom on feminine ways of becoming fully resourced so you can help save our beautiful planet. Listen in if you want to heal your money story and do your part to birth a planet-forward consciousness. Welcome back to The Prosperous Feminine. I'm Julie Steelman, and I might get giddy and giggle. (laughs) I have someone here with me today who is so special. Get this. She reaches over a half a million women and is the CEO of Women Rocking Business. And I can personally say that everything that she does helps us rock our business. And I've told you this before, but I truly believe that you have single-handedly helped more women get their soul work into the world than would ever have happened without you following your path. Welcome, Sage Levine. (laughs) It's so good to be here. Thank you for all of you in the Prosperous Feminine community. Thank you for standing for your own prosperity. We need more women standing for aligned prosperity in this crazy moment in the world. It is. It is a crazy moment. That's for sure. And you know, if you haven't, you need to grab a copy of her book. She's a best-selling Hay House author, Women Rocking Business, and it's a way to get in and get the info as fast as possible. I am thrilled to get the book in your hands and just to support you however I can. I believe women making money, bringing their gifts to the world is a major solution to the imbalances we are living with. And it's also pretty incredibly fun and joyful and blissful when you're in alignment. Boy, I couldn't agree with all that more, right? It's like, it's our time. You know, the feminine's rising and not enough of her living us on our own terms yet. So we need financial sovereignty, which is why we're going to talk about the sacred mother skill of sales today. I couldn't think of a better person to actually have that conversation with. Well, I'm honored to talk about sacred sales. And I really do believe that sales is a sacred path. I believe that learning to sell when you're aligned with the offering that you are making to the world is one of the most spiritual things that you can do. And when you really stop and think about it, any distaste that you have in your mouth for sales or salespeople is probably (laughs) from something that happened before in your life. And it's not what's happening now. And I don't know, Julie, do you want me to say a little bit more about sacred sales? Yeah. Cause I want to actually ask you what you mean when you say that, right? Cause most people wouldn't put sacred and sales in the same sentence or, or mother skills, sacred and sales all together, right? Like let's shift this context. (laughs) If you have something to give, if you're getting tapped on the shoulder by a message or an offering for the world, there's a universal principle that says that if you are experiencing that hunger to give, that there's actually somebody who's hungry, right? That's how energy works. When you feel that urge to give, it's actually because somebody is wanting it from you. Right? It's being pulled out of you energetically. What if there was only one of us here? I know for many of us that have had spiritual experiences, whether we were in church or whether we were on some kind of a journey, right? we likely have felt that energy of we're mm-hmm. all a part of the cobweb of divine beings. And so for you to really embrace uh, giving your gifts, making great money, if that's something that you want, for you to be open to the idea that 
there's actually only one of us here. And the only thing to heal is that sense of separation. And if we were to surrender fully into that, how could we actually not learn to offer our services to the world? Yeah. If, if these are our sacred offerings, it's mm-hmm. the most selfish thing we could do to not learn to sell in a way that feels aligned and honest and integrous. And so Julie and I are both, and Julie's an amazing saleswoman, if you don't know that already. Um, but it's like, we're both putting a stake in the ground for you to open up and embrace and find a mentor who can train you in a way of selling that feels authentic and aligned and honest to you because the world deserves the best of you and you deserve the best of you. And you deserve to be the woman who's waking up up to be that woman who feels so good because she's getting to give her gifts and get paid well and create the freedom that she deserves. Woo! Sage is in the house. <laughs> A little throwdown. You know, I've always said it's like when we don't sell or make offers, it's this big withhold, right? And it reverses in on us. And it's where we start to question if we're having any kind of impact, if we're worthy of having impact, who am I? People think it's that they had bad sales role models, but it's actually more potent that you're not in that feedback loop with clients where you're knowing that you're doing something good for them. That's the worst part about not mastering saleswomanship. A hundred percent. Amen and a woman. Yes. All right. So you were a school teacher from Iowa and you built a robust seven-figure business and training company, helping hundreds of thousands of women launch and scale businesses. I want to hear about that journey. Unpack that for us. Oh, gosh. Okay. Let's see where to begin. I was a school teacher. I loved teaching. I loved the kids. I came from a long line of school teachers. Um, And my mom didn't even want me selling Girl Scout cookies when I was a little girl because she was afraid I would offend the neighbors. That's how anti-salesy my family was. And yet I started getting tapped by this message. I have a background in women's leadership. I have a background in women's studies. And I started really thinking like, what if I could pour into the moms? What if I could pour into the women? I saw how broken the system was and I saw how much families struggled And I started thinking, my gosh, if we could empower the moms and the women, we would empower the kids and the whole thing would start to change. And finally, it got so loud. I'm sure many of you can relate to this. The calling got so loud that I couldn't ignore it. So I took a leap. I did whatever I could to make it work, which included moving into my grandpa's RV, renting out my house, selling most of my stuff quickly going $35,000 into debt because I didn't know what the hell I was doing, sitting there at a hand-me-down laptop. <laughs> with, uh, I remember in the winter, I was working in the RV. So I had those gloves, like fingerless gloves on my hands, trying to get my fingers to work on this keyboard. And it was such an old computer that would take like two and a half minutes to load a web page sometimes. And that's how I started my business. And that's how I started finding my first few clients. And I started to discover a system of authentic selling and authentic speaking that just cuts through some of the noise online. And um, at the heart of that, that framework is really just you being you, right? It's like, it's you being out there, actually being yourself, 
not trying to be somebody else. What I discovered in trying a lot of different things to find my clients is the thing that was working was school teacher Sage from Iowa Mm. being my normal, real, authentic self and not falling into some prescribed framework of over-scripted, over-formulated, you know, beep, right. <laughs> or whatever profanity you want to. Rhetoric. <laughs> um, over the months, um, I, to my surprise, I didn't actually fail. Mm. I actually started to succeed. And what I found was that one client at a time, one uh, program at a time, um, I started serving people and I started really making a difference for those people. And those people would tell their friends. And over the months, I started to actually become the entrepreneur that I am now. And my life became like a PhD program that had prepared me for that chapter of business. One of the reasons why I did stand out as a woman in business is because I didn't have a lot of mentors who were entrepreneurs telling me how to do things. And so for me, it didn't make any sense to generate a lead. It made sense to open a relationship. It didn't make any sense to go out there and close sales. It made sense to build a community of like-minded individuals and, you know, have honest conversations, sacred conversations about whether it was a fit to work together. Money's like energy, right? I needed money at the time, right? When I actually made peace with that and I realized, oh, I need money, but I have a gift to give in exchange, I started seeing it all as energy flow. And the energy started flowing to me in such huge ways. Julie, I remember I hosted my very first online event called Women on Purpose. I had over 5,000 women show up. That's incredible. I offered a program on the back end of that and I had 100 people buy I think 102 people buy like a $1,000 program. So I had created $100,000 of revenue. I figured as a school teacher from Iowa, I was never going to have to work again. (laughs) It was like winning the lottery. (laughs) But what I discovered in the process is that you and I, we all have gifts. And it's really about you trusting and putting a big stake in the ground that if you're being tapped on the shoulder, there's something bigger tapping you and really working on developing that trust inside yourself that you've been on a sacred journey, just like mine. You've had a PhD program, just like mine, preparing you to give the greatest version of your gifts in a way that nobody else can ever give because you're the one who lived it. And there's people who need to hear the message through you, not through Julie, not through me, not through Brene Brown, but through you. Because of your unique PhD journey, we're all on this planet together and they're waiting for you. So just like I've been on my journey, I am absolutely standing. We are both standing (laughs) for you to trust your journey, that you are the woman. Don't let imposter syndrome come in and hijack Mm -hmm. you here. Um, You being you is what the world needs. I love everything that you just said. Are y'all leaning in yet? You should be leaning in. (laughs) You know, this... This idea of the sacred gift and your life is a PhD and it's like a master path in your jam and that there's this synthesis of you're a very highly sought after speaker today with TED Talks and people paying you to be on stages and television shows and all of that because she followed this path that she's sharing with you. And it's like 
let's talk a little bit about, or before I ask you, I want to say this. One of the things that I see as an epidemic is feminine entrepreneurs start a business and a practice and they don't yet know what they're selling. So there's a gift. And let's talk a little bit about when you're not sure what you're selling and how do you get clear and clear on your message? Because you've mastered this one and you've mastered teaching this one like no one else, in my opinion. Such a good question. There's so much to say, but here's what I'll share now. And that is that we have to start by trusting ourselves that the desire you have to give something, whether it's your story, your wisdom that you gleaned through moving through a health challenge or a divorce or how you've you know, reinvented yourself in your career, that desire is sacred. That desire is something to pay attention to. There's a spiritual definition of the word desire of the sire, of the kingdom, of the divine, right? And so I think it's so easy to discount those desires or think like that's some weird construct of my ego that just wants to be seen, be seen, be seen. Well, great. What if it is? But what if everything is sacred? What if everything is happening for a reason that's much bigger than you, right? What if your desire is this bigger, um, it's a bigger beckoning from the universe? And so If that's true, I also want to invite you to imagine what you're passionate about, what you are thinking about sharing, what you're considering as your message or, um, you know, a program that you could put together with for, for future clients or a transformational service, it's going to evolve. And just like Julie's saying, it's a mistake to hang out in ambiguity about what that thing is too long because we can't meditate our way into clarity around what that thing is. We can't be like my friend, Jesse Corrin's like, you can't be like, Oh, no, my gift. <laughs> oh, where are my clients? Like, you can't. That's like gonna waste so much time. Right. And the truth is that the clarity that you're seeking is going to come from taking action rather than the other way around. And so for you to be willing to get out there and start giving, to start practicing, to start taking some beta clients, you know, start by taking some, um, some practice clients and, and let people know like, Hey, I've got this thing I'm thinking about giving. Can I do a few free sessions with you in exchange for a testimonial and then do the sessions and then find out what worked about that? What didn't work? What would you have wanted more or less of? Like, that's the way we learn our body of work unfolds in the presence of other humans. Don't make the mistake of creating content in a closet, right? I know some of you <laughs> might be like, okay, I'm guilty. I'm like hiding out yeah. behind my computer, like hacking away, creating all this content, not testing it on anybody, right? But the best content is actually created in the face of other human beings because as you teach, they're going to have questions. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think to include that in this lesson or this module or this handout. And ChatGPT is only going to get you so far. AI, Baird, whatever you're using, it's only going to get you so far. It's helpful. But remember, like your embodiment is what matters here. Uh, You know, your communication is only something like 23% the words you say. You know, there's your energetic alignment. There's the invitational energy that's coming from you as you're sharing. So, you know, you can have all the exactly perfect right scripts Mm -hmm. in the world, but we need to get you aligned 
mm-hmm. with that, which is coming through you and then giving it and then getting feedback and that feedback system that you have with getting out there and practicing, that's going to grow your confidence more than anything. There's no amount of inner work that you can do to substitute for the outer work of actually trying this on practicing. It's like learning to ride a bike. You're not going to learn to ride a bike from just watching a video. So Julie and I are both again, encouraging you (laughs) to get out there with your beautiful, crazy, imperfect self and uh, give this a try. Because again, you might be surprised. You might do a few free sessions with somebody in your world and you might end up with a $10,000 client on the other side of that because they love what you're doing so much that they want more. I love that. And it's such good encouragement. And if you even in just watching this and listening to Sage, what's transmitting is her presence. What's transmitting is her belief in what she believes and what she stands for better than any fancy script or any template anybody gives you. That's the most important thing is that sacred transmission about who you're being right. And we're too shy about letting ourselves shine. And we're not for everybody. We're only for the ones that we're for, right? (laughs) Do you want to talk a little bit about how you get clients today? Because it's a little bit of a messy marketplace out there. It's a little bit of a messy marketplace. I would love to share, Julie, I'd love to share that I believe speaking is the fastest way to get clients if you are a message-based entrepreneur. If you are a healer, a visionary, if you have some kind of a message, some kind of a transformation, some kind of an experience that you want to bring to the world, speaking is going to cut through so much of the noise. If you think about it, right, there's so many ads, we're being inundated with so many little video clips. But when you actually get on Zoom Live, I was on Zoom Live with a few hundred people just last week, and a percentage of those people all raised their hand to say, I want to work with you. And the difference between just making a little video and actually being speaking to somebody live, like creating an environment where people can come with their cameras on, ask questions, is now your communication is actually two-way. It's a two-way street. It's multi-directional. It's not yeah. just one way. And so you're getting feedback. You can see people's faces. Are they engaged? Um, you know, for most of us, especially as women entrepreneurs, as women leaders with a message, we want to know that our stuff's landing. We need the feedback, especially in the beginning. And so for you to be willing to get out there and try a message on, earn the right to sell to people, right? Share some good stuff and then let them know that there's more where that came from. Right? It's not rocket science, but I love yeah. teaching people how to do this. Um, I absolutely love it. It's my favorite thing to help women find that message, craft that talk. And you know, one talk, one talk can help you generate tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. Um, you know, I have a client, Glory St. Germain, who in the middle of the pandemic was stay-at-home a piano teacher. Of course, she wasn't making any money in COVID. She was um, mothering yeah, two small children. Her husband was the primary breadwinner for the family. And she got a call that her husband had had such an extreme medical emergency that he wouldn't be mm. working anymore. Mm. And most women in that situation would have probably gone and gotten some kind of a J-O-B, but not Glory. She put together the best talk of her life to support and to go out there and support music teachers. She made $14,000 in that first talk. 
And she went on over the next 18 months to create over $1 million with this particular talk and a couple more talks that were similar. And it all started by her speaking and putting a stake in the ground for music teachers to be making a living, regardless of whether there was a pandemic happening or technology was changing. And she has incredible, incredible programs now and has grown um, Mm -hmm. immensely. And Glory's no different from you. You know, we have women every week that are starting from nothing that are getting out there with their speaking their message, their talk, and making tens of thousands of dollars. It's been such an honor. And, you know, you'll have to check us out. We actually have a free training coming up. Yes. So I can vouch for, because I had closed my coaching practice for my own reasons and reopened and came into your world and the whole one-way street of training or a post or a message Versus the ability to what you so richly talk about creating an experience, which creates a relationship. And I just did some last week and my sweet spot is in workshopping. They love to hear what I'm training, but then let's dig in and get into relationship. And I think this, the way you teach what you do is a game changer for specifically women standing out online and even women who feel shy or introverted or feel like they aren't sure they actually have a potent message that there's just so much support and our voices are needed. And the way that you've been teaching and training to do this is changing societal narratives, in my opinion, about how women show up with voice and visibility and in their leadership. Well, thank you for that beautiful compliment. I receive it and I toss it back to you because you're amazing, Julie. And it's no question why the um, frameworks have worked for you because you give so much and you're so wise and you have so much to offer Mm -hmm. around the journey of women and our relationship with money. And um, I definitely recommend that every single one of you consider joining me for my upcoming free rock the stage training. It's a five day, totally free training. And um, it's coming up and Julie will get you the link. We got you the link. Yeah. All five days, you're going to learn how to clarify your message, how to start putting a talk together that you can use to go out there and enroll clients. We're going to support you to start making videos and to think about what it would be like to uh, step on stage and craft a keynote or land a TEDx talk and um, how your offerings and how your message could really be positioned to stand out in the marketplace. I love this training. We have Tens of thousands of women go through this training every year. I do it once or twice a year and um, we do it live. If you can't make the live times, no worries. We'll get you the recordings, Um, but they're not available on demand. They're available for a limited time only because we end up having thousands of women kind of playing together and posting Mm -hmm. their talk titles and getting feedback from each other. And we create like a big incubator space of everybody um, getting visible together and giving each other feedback. And it's so much fun. So um, would love to have you. We'll get you the link. And that would just be such a great next step to get to see you inside of Rock the Stage. I, yeah, we will share that with you. Check it out in the notes and go, because even if you think you're too shy, or even if you're at the starting point, or even if you need to reinvigorate your business, 
or like find your sweet spot again, or remember your vein of gold that this, this is so good. And it's so fun. And you're held in such a loving, nurturing container, you know, and I know you're all about changing the world. So we can't leave without talking about that. This is, this is bigger, right. Than than all of this, there's a philanthropic component that you have raised multiple millions of dollars for many philanthropic causes. And what advice would you give to women, you know, who want something similar from their business? I would say for every single one of you that has a big heart and wants to be able to give back, build your business, find your clients, and then connect a philanthropic cause to your business. Yeah. Because we can't do everything all at once. Julie and I have even had this conversation in really uh, <laughs> in very real woman to woman ways, right? Um, you know, for, for those of us with big dreams to try to go out and bring a transformational change to our clients and start a nonprofit at the same time, it's like, why would you do that? There's yeah. already nonprofits there's so many. on the ground. There's systems, there's people that just need our give back. They need our alliance. And my friend Blake Mikowski, who's a colleague of mine, um, who started Tom's shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he like when when you buy a pair of shoes, there's a kid that gets a pair of shoes, like beautiful, simple model. And you know, if Blake had drug his feet and said, oh, but I want to be able to do everything all at once. Like he would not have, you know, been able to create a company where hundreds of millions of kids ended up with shoes on their feet because of Tom's shoes. And so um, I just want to really put a stake in the ground that you launching your business can be the best philanthropy for the world. And there's a way that aligning your brand with a philanthropic brand is going to help you stand out so much anyway. We've been able to align our brand with the Girl Power Project out of Uganda, and we've been able to raise over $240,000 for this one organization over the last few years. I got to take my team to Uganda. We got to do volunteer work in the villages, and we've gotten to support thousands of girls to get an education that's preventing rape and violence against women, early childhood Mm. pregnancy, early childhood marriage, and Julie is really familiar with the organization and has given to the organization and the women that go through women rocking business just feel so good that their contribution to women rocking business is also supporting girls in Uganda. And it doesn't matter what cause you choose. It can be Kiva. It can be planting trees. It can be whatever is near and dear to your heart, but find that link back to your brand and um, really consider that you building your business could be the best give back on the planet. The last thing I'll say is we are living in such a time of transformation. Yeah. We are walking in the soup of transformation every day that you know, this is the world we're in. We're transforming faster than ever before. And in America at Christmas, everybody buys Christmas trees. And in times of transformation, people invest in transformation. If you have a gift that you know is transformational for people, don't sit on it. The personal development industry is the second fastest growing industry only to technology and AI, right? Personal development industry is booming. And there will be so many mentors creating so much impact and so much income in the next five years. The only question is, will you be among us? And we hope so. We're putting a stake in the ground. We need your gift. The world needs needs your gifts. Um, So don't be holding back 
because there's people out there that are waiting for you. They're not waiting for someone kind of like you. They're actually waiting for you. I love that you say that. And I read a statistic last week that the course creator community next year will generate $240 billion in revenue. And I think you deserve a piece of it if you're listening to this, right? And and I love that because all throughout this, you've been talking about that sacred gift. And I have a strong belief. We think we're pinging the universe, that the universe is actually pinging us. And when we shift into that sacred knowership between that, that it becomes a different thing. And it's let, it stops being about you and starts being about this mission and this ministry that I know runs and drives you, that has you thrive and is that fuel for going beyond what you probably thought was possible when you started. Amen. And a woman, it's, it's, it's opening up to that bigger channel of life force energy that's flowing through us. It's like, what are we here for? If we're not opening up to that, um, it's the best feeling ever. You're not in this alone. You have a whole universal supply behind you moving in as, and through you. And yeah, the best thing we can do is surrender to that, right? That's what we all want. That feeling of universal flow, uh, being in the unfolding um, alongside other incredible human beings. So yeah, let's go. Love it. So last question as we wrap up is, you know, for the women that are listening that um, maybe they're ready to start a business or they've started and it's stalled or they have success and they want to get to the next level, what would you advise them as the next step? The next step is to take a step. The Mm -hmm. next step is to try on your message to get out there. And if you're, if you're not sure what it is, if you're trying to decide between two messages, start talking to people about both of them, you know, try it on. I love that idea. Right. Yeah. Like one of the things I see women do all the time is they're like, oh, I can't talk to anybody about this because somebody else might take it. That's crazy because everybody has already taken every idea there is. There's (laughs) nothing really unique anymore anyway. And nobody can actually take everything I teach at Women Rocking Business and go steal it and go make millions of dollars with it because they're not me. It's not going to work for them. That's just not not how things work. And that nobody, people couldn't steal Julie's stuff because it's Julie's stuff. Right. So your content coming through you is what's going to sell it. And so, um, for whatever reason, you might be waiting for whatever reason you might be stalled out. Just remember, you're not meant to be doing this alone. I think one of the biggest women make is, um, you know, we end up on one of the ends of the spectrum, you know, maybe we saw our moms be so codependent, Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and so, um, dependent that we became so wildly independent. I know Julie cannot relate to this at all that we became so wildly independent (laughs) that we think we need to do it all by ourselves, lone wolfing it. I'm sure I'm not talking to any of you right now, or (laughs) we're so dependent and codependent that we're like waiting for somebody to create it for us. But what if we actually were interdependent? What if we need each other? What if we're not supposed to do this alone, especially if you want to create something in your life that you've never created before, you need to be around other people who are actually going alongside you so that we can normalize the steps that you're taking. My mom thought I was crazy when I launched my business, right? What? What's a life coach? You know, like, so I just want to remind all of you listening is that you're not supposed to do this alone. No. Find a community, find a mentor, find somewhere that you can rest into 
so you can be part of the great awakening. If if we would love to be mentor, a mentor, a mentor to others, who's mentoring us? And who's mentoring us in our business? Because you know, we can go out there and get all the healing modalities in the world. I know for me, yes. I had Reiki, I had pranic healing, I had EFT, <laughs> I had hypnotherapy, I had yoga teacher training, still wasn't making any money. Right. So yeah. where are you learning business? Find somewhere you trust and get those skills so that you can get out there and get paid for the thing that you have. The world needs you. You know, I'm a stand for that because every single one of you listening has modalities, trainings, and certifications coming out your ears. It's not that, and you tell yourself you don't know enough. The truth is, you know, too much and you need a framework and a formal structure to be nurtured into how do you organize all of that so that it's profitable, right? And it's like, there's an art and a science and a mastery to it that can be uniquely yours. Sage, I can't thank you enough for taking the time and blessing us with your wisdom and your grace and your courage and your enthusiasm. It's so fulfilling and edifying. It's so healing and so beautiful to be here among such powerful, conscious, awake women leaders. Julie, thank you for being such an incredible cheerleader of Women Rocking Business. And um, I'm so proud of everything you've created. And um, I can't wait to see some of you at the Rock the Stage Challenge. I'll be there for sure. Thank you all for listening. This is the Prosperous Feminine and we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to the Prosperous Feminine podcast with Julie Steelman. If you love what you heard, please share this podcast with a friend and be sure to subscribe, rate and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.